treasure. Whether it's a pile of ruby jewels or a puzzle box containing leather daddies and a woman with a hoop in her neck, it's the only thing a Scooby-Doo ghost seems to give a honk about. Goonies, too. But their pirate asses only got the eye for buried treasure on the Grand Line, a.k.a. a colossal crag of cocaine. Quick side note to all you Goonies out there. Beware Mike O'Malley, because his job is keeping you from that cocaine crag. But back to buried booty. It's something I've never had much interest in since my teen years digging in my backyard for a passage to the Mole Man Metro, only to unearth a shoebox containing my family's long-deceased St. Bernard who had already gone melty in a crude into crude oil. Now, I could have capitalized on my now gummy friend and made millions, but that's not what sweet old Dumpy the Bernard would have wanted. Instead, I did the practical thing. I poured the many shoeboxes that contained his separate limbs, because how else would he have fit inside a shoebox, then poured him down a hole to the Mole Man Utopia, coating them in my dead friend, and lit a match to their Mole Man ass so I could go in and raid their now city-sized tomb. Because if I didn't... I don't know, one of their freak asses could have killed a dumb kid in five, man? But speaking of dumb kids, I'm one of those! I'm Nicole! And this is <laughs> Mostly, Mostly Speaking Sentai! Sentai. Like me name James says, I'm James. Oh man, it's gonna be a beautiful day because guys, I am now on a liquid diet, AKA I'm going to the store and liquidating their asses of all the goodies. Plus, Nicole, I, I fear she's like, that's not what liquid diet means. If you spit on food enough, all food becomes liquid. And speaking of Nicole, she's my co-host. I thought you were gonna go with that it's a diarrhea. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you eat enough, it, it does become diarrhea. I, I do want to know, do, do people on liquid diets, do they just pee? Do they ever poop? And if they do, yeah, is it just... Yeah, it's probably just pee. Oh, okay. It's probably just pee-pee? Probably. All right, all right. Speak up a little. Say pee-pee. Up. Okay, all right. I, Nicole, had a revelation about cone Your heads. James. What? Oh, so so why did I choose? You're just okay, doing well, both well, anyway. Well, they didn't hear that part, Nicole. I well, that would have been the intro, the warm well, open. Well, you don't have to edit it out. You're welcome. Well, no, I'm still going to edit it out because okay. it flows to they're like when that beat hits to you know like like it says but if it's just like oh, what what one do you want? It might sound a little more casual. No, 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 no. Guys, I was this week's old when I found out there was not a Coneheads 2. For the longest time, I have been living... If someone were to say three weeks ago, hey, what's your favorite SNL movie? Nicole, say, what's your favorite SNL movie? What's your favorite snow movie? I mean, Wayne's World is up there, but you know... Coneheads 1 and 2 is like more nostalgic for me. They both meld together, so I don't know which one is which. Guys, there's not a Coneheads 2. There's a Wayne's World 2. There is a Wayne's World 2. There's a Coneheads the animated series, or it was just a pilot, which we might do on Should This Exist. Uh -huh. Which, oh man, it has such a, a well-rounded 
lore behind it, you could go back to the Coneheads well over and over again. So your universe was shattered, turned inside shattered. Yes, I Mandela effect my own mind into thinking there was a Coneheads two, and maybe I was like, how come no one ever talks about Coneheads two? Because it doesn't exist. exist. All right, that's enough talk up top. Unless you have something else to talk about, Nicole. I feel like I did, but it's not important. Everything you say is important. Just that, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's funny, that child that kept throwing up on the train. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were, uh, and you just had your headphones turned up so loud you were totally oblivious. Oh, well, a, a child when... It, and I was like, this is why I hate the red line. The, I mean, all lines are the same exact, no, okay? It just depends on what time they're you're there. Not. I. It's not that I've, I just had... I've only been just traumatized by the red line. Okay, well... Child throwing up repeatedly. A man picking his boogers and just... Yeah. Just feasting on their boogers. Feasting on soupy refried beans. Yeah. Someone uh, clearly on drugs, just spitting apple chunks at me and then leaving into the next car. But as I've said before... dancing as well. On the brown line, teens at 1 a.m., at That's night. just a cool thing. No, they threw quarters at me. <laughs> That's just funny. <laughs> it's not. I was scared. All teens are scary. Also, like, the apple chunk thing happened. Like, during pandemic. During COVID. Okay, so I was well. Like, I'm gonna die. <laughs> our guest is disgusted by that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Chicago, baby. <laughs> I forgot there was some looped in. Oh, the the kid throwing up. Of course, I didn't hear it. Not all people throw up like I do, where you can hear it in another apartment. And they were next to you. Uh, Well, not only did I have headphones on, I'm in the red line down in the sewers, shaking around. Okay, but I heard them, and you were closer. Yeah, but you didn't have headphones on. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. And also, Michelangelo was screaming at me from outside the window because we were in the sewers. He's like, bro, the fucking subway's not supposed to go down here. Yeah. And then a chud came around and started stabbing people. Uh-huh. Oh, our guest wants to get in on these conversations, I think, Nicole. I mean, they should. They should. That's why they're here. We've spent way too long, Nicole. Our guest... or. <sighs> We told Caleb Bendit that he would be the biggest guest we would ever get. So I feel like in my world, this man needs to be a try host. He needs to be another host because I think he, in my eyes, he's, sorry, Caleb, he is bigger than a Power Rangers actor. Or he is the host and we're the guest. Ooh, all right. Hey, guys, today, one time only, we are the guests <laughs> and welcome in your host. You know him from back on Newgrounds, from the college humor era to all the way. Machi- this man has been everywhere on the Internet with his animations from college university, clock suckers, Sonic for Hire and so much more. It's Mike Parker from Lowbrow Studios. Hey guys, thanks for being on my podcast today. I appreciate it. Uh, th- no, it, I'm now the host, right? This is, this is yeah, official? yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, great. Thanks for having me. Ask us a question. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> well, we can't do that. We can't. This it will be way too turned around. Uh, how was the storm that came through? It wasn't too bad. It was 
we were dealing with it this morning. We had like um, maybe like a foot of snow, but it was Ooh. like, it's like light fluffy snow. The big thing was like gusts of wind that was like shaking the house and stuff, which Ooh. was a little bit like iffy, but overall it's fine. It was like the first big snowstorm of the year. You guys are in Chicago, right? Yeah. Yeah. You guys know about snowstorms and stuff and cold weather. So it's mm-hmm. not, it's not too big of a deal. Yeah. It was supposed to be worse, but we didn't get it too bad. When we lived in Michigan, it was a lot worse. We would get that lake effect snow. The lake effect, yeah. And I had a car, so. Oh, yeah, and so much worse when you have a car. Yeah. The only downside right now is I need to just keep eating what's around in the house because <laughs> I'm not going out. Because I ride a push scooter, a razor scooter to the store. I can't do that with when there's snow on the streets. I asked you if you wanted anything from Instacart. Bro. Wait, when? I don't know. When was the last time you Instacarted? Like two weeks ago. Yeah, I've. It wasn't snowy two weeks ago. Yeah, that's true. It started snowing last week. Anyway, um. Anyways. <laughs> I wanted to say it's surreal seeing a real person attached to your voice. <laughs> uh, so I know you run the Lowbrow Twitter account, correct? Uh, yeah, myself and uh, Nick Mundy, who runs our YouTube channel, he'll chime in as well. Uh, so you know that every, you know, every single Christmas since I was like 13 or 14, I've been watching College University. Sonic for Hire I watch on my birthday every year. It, like, <laughs> I was perusing back when my brother showed me new grounds. I just started watching every single series on there. And yours just stood out the most. And then Clocksuckers came around and then I was instantly enthralled with you guys and been a fan for more than half my life. (laughs) Thanks so much, man. Glad you like this stuff. Keep making it. The Sonic reacts to the Sonic 2 trailer is possibly the funniest thing you guys have ever done. (laughs) It is so good. If you guys are listening to this, pause it and go watch that on YouTube. (laughs) Uh, Knuckles trying (laughs) thinking he's Idris Elba was incredibly funny. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. that was, let me see if I can, I'm trying to think of a line that Knuckles, what's the line that he says in there? I know he says <sighs> frying and buying a bunch. Yeah, frying and buying, this is Knuckles, I'm frying and buying, that's Knuckles being Idris Elba. Yeah, so good. The trick with Knuckles is that he's just slightly different than Thunderhead. It's the same voice, <laughs> but it's just like, one is from like New Jersey and one isn't. That's like the only difference. I'm not even sure where Knuckles is from. It's just like slightly less... Thunderhead is just like more obnoxious. I think that's the only difference. I think Knuckles is just from his own world because he (laughs) doesn't seem to be a part of anything else within the Sonic for Hire. Yeah, for sure. He plays a small part, actually plays a decent part in in the new season that we're doing now. He's like in it a bit more, more than he has been in the past. Mm -hmm. So that'd be fun. He, I feel like he's like that friend that you have that like tries too hard to be cool so everyone just shits on them no matter what they do. Oh yeah. <laughs> we all have a friend like that. <laughs> that's very accurate. Yep. <laughs> Whose was yours, Nicole? I that's no. <laughs> uh, ours was for sure. Uh he's actually cool now, but uh, like I mean we liked him back then, but he would try to intercept into cool clicks within school cake was our that person Mm. so we would dog on him he once there was this kid i think his name was steven 
and he had a faux hawk. So then Cake started wearing a faux hawk as well. But he got like a razor chocolate phone and he just like walked into our group of friends and was like, have you guys seen Steven's phone? And <laughs> it became a constant whenever someone would pull out a phone like that on TV, we would talk shit about him. Mm-hmm. Raz him, if you will not talk like- shit. I feel like Brandon was kind oh, yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was, it was weird because it was like, it was backwards. Cause he was sense? cool. Yes. Because you guys are all fucking nerds and he's like the jock, yeah. like cool kid, but he wanted to, you guys to like him <laughs> yeah, so bad. Like, we already <laughs> like you. You don't need to try this. Like that time he, he came in the room Saw your, like, the, you had just started not wearing your wig yeah. in front of people. He was like, oh, hey, it grabbed your <laughs> wig and just put it on. It was like, hey, hey, and then put it off and left the room. Yeah. Nicole has alopecia and at the time was uh, not really open about it and wasn't open around like I had just told them. Yeah. And I think this was the first time he ever saw you without your wig on and was like, I know what to do. <laughs> He's a weirdo. Yeah. All right, Mr. Parker. As I stated, my birthday and Christmas have been always lowbrow studios, but there are so many more holidays we could be having with lowbrow. So I'm going to list off a few of your series that you have worked on. And we are going to find out which holiday we should be watching those on. Makes sense. All right. All right. Coming up first, I already know what it is. Clock suckers. What should, what holiday do you think best suits clock suckers? That feels like feels like a like a Fourth of July type thing to Ooh. me. I don't know why. Something about it. It's like fun traveling around. You can kind of do anything you want. The, the first couple episodes too is like they went to go see Ben Franklin. Mm-hmm. You know. So that seems like. Some sort of like celebrate America type thing and uh, watch it on 4th of July. <laughs> that episode when Clippy just, I think, starts stabbing people, right? <laughs> that one's fucking great. <laughs> Guys, go watch Clock Suckers. I do like that in my head, like daylight savings. That could oh, be good, good because, you know, you are traveling in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. You'd have to watch it at like 1 a.m. In the, in the morning, though, to really get that feel. Right, yeah. yeah. Nicole, what do you usually watch at 1 a.m.? The back of my freaking eyelids, bro. I was hoping you'd say that. (laughs) All right, next up is Mega Man Dies at the End. Ooh, let's see. That one. What are some holidays? Maybe maybe Easter. Ooh. Because he he dies at the end, but he doesn't really die. So he rises up again. (laughs) Like like our old buddy Jesus. That's a good one. Even in the beginning, he kind of has like a resurrection when he shaves that beard. Right. Yeah. Feels like a good fit. Metaphorically, yeah. <laughs> what was Jesus hiding under his beard? Uh, the fact that he doesn't have a chin. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Next is how it's played. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Maybe Groundhog's Day. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. It's sort of like it's retro. It's it's. uh kind of repeating some older older tropes, some older game stuff. So maybe Mm -hmm. that's it. Yeah, I like that. And Groundhog Day doesn't really have, it's like, oh, you have one 
quick thing you watch, so is how it's played. It's real quick. It's a short series. You get it in, get it out, and very funny. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> All right. Next is Morty Combat. Ooh. Maybe Halloween. That's Just what I was thinking too. Yeah. A lot of time in the uh, in the, the underworld or whatever it is. The yeah, nether, yeah, the it? nether realm. Like, maybe. Nether realm. There you go. Nicole, you like Morty Combat? Mm, not as much as other ones. Okay, she's hey, she's not yeah. a sycophant over here. <laughs> Player haters. Who? Um, I'm running out of holidays. You got Arbor Day, Valentine's <laughs> Day, St. Patrick's, Saint Labor Patrick's Day. Day. Labor Day. I don't know. There's like International Donut Day. Memorial oh, Day. Right. We're loosening up. All right. I was going with like national holidays. <laughs> we can, we they, can keep it pretty. New Year's Eve. Ooh, that too. Oh, shit. There you go. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Ooh, Thanksgiving. Hanukkah. Yep. Kwanzaa. We got them all. All right. I'm, I'm opening up now. Let's see. <laughs> um, what happens in player haters? Let's see. There's some. It's a little bit of existential stuff. There's. Uh, Zombies. Zombies, yeah. A horse taking a piss a lot. A centaur, <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Let's go with Thanksgiving. Everything's okay. got the that whole world has like a has like a lot of browns and oranges in it, so it's like a little autumn feel. Hell yeah. Could could be Labor Day because it's like they're at a job. Oh, that too. Oh, that's even better. That's better. I like Labor Day. Yeah. Dang, Let's Nicole. Nicole coming in. <laughs> We've got two more. Next up is Kung Fu Carl's Illustrated Adventures. The many, many episodes of that. Uh, what's a holiday where you just do like where you drop acid? Is there a holiday for that? That's like feels like a Kung Fu Carl type thing. Um, uh, well, for us, it's Saturday, but <laughs> we're just doing whippets nonstop watching Kung Fu Carl. <laughs> so maybe it's like international... I don't know. Maybe it's like, what's like a, probably that donut day, international donut day. That seems like a Kung Fu Carl type day. Hell yeah. Yeah. Or the, I was like, what is like a hippie holiday? I guess the anniversary of Woodstock. All right. Sure. And that also, it gives you a full three days because that's how long that was. You take acid on the first day and if it accidentally goes too long, you have the next two days off. There you go. That would have been a good one. Just Kung Fu Carl goes to Woodstock. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, The Legend of Karen. Ooh, uh, maybe Black Friday. That's what I was thinking, too. Oh, my gosh. Because that's where Karens thrive. (laughs) (laughs) They're allowed to, like, step on people. Yep, yep. And in the chaos, she's, like, demanding seeing, like, a manager who's, like, busy doing 10,000 other things. Mm -hmm. Seems Seems like a good fit. Will there be more Legend of Karens? We were talking about it. It was that, that series was funny because we felt like we were we were running out of stuff to to do pretty mm-hmm. quickly, and also too like the sort of like the internet trend of like Karen videos was mm-hmm. like kind of dying down. Yeah, and like you know you're kind of feeling like ah eh, we, we probably did all we wanted to do, but we were talking about that recently where. Um, we might do if we do a second season, it'll be like a redemption sort of story where she's like turning into like a better person and and not being Karen anymore, where it's like a different adventure, but mm-hmm. it sort of changes a lot of the stuff. So right now we don't really have any plans for it, but uh, you never know. If something funny pops in, we'll, we'll probably do it. But Is Slippy ever coming back in Sonic <laughs> for Hire? That is the best character. The, okay, so this is spoiler <laughs> alert for season eight of Sonic for Hire. The funniest we or the hardest we've ever laughed at a lowbrow video was the 
do it now, Slippy. Hip, hip, ho, gadish. And just <laughs> kills herself. Yeah. Uh, anything's possible in okay. Sonic for Hire. So Slippy could absolutely yeah. come back. Uh, Slippy is one of my favorite characters, too. M- mostly because Stacy Silva mm-hmm. voices Slippy, who also is uh, Princess Potato. She does a bunch of other hilarious stuff. And she's one of those people where you can give her any line to read and it'll it'll crack me up. And like her doing that, like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> when she recorded, I was like dying laughing when she was recording. It was going to be super funny. I was watching on my birthday while Nicole was at work and I was like, holy shit, I need to just show Nicole this one episode because it's so fucking good. <laughs> brava, brava. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That whole sequence is right up Sonic for Hire's alley where it's just a, a nonsensical plan that <laughs> is revealed at the last second and it doesn't work. Yeah, Because yeah, it also starts with them going up the side of the tower <laughs> with like music blaring. And Sonic for yeah. Hire is two thumbs up, guys. If I was Goro, it'd be four. <laughs> I would I would love to see I don't know if you guys would do it but like just more of Sonic reviewing trailers. <laughs> they don't even have to be Sonic related. <laughs> yeah. I, we um we planned on doing a bunch of those and then like the pandemic hit and mm-hmm. movies like stopped coming out and we we're like there's nothing to like review. So we were doing ones it was like you know, it was the Batman, which I think we did like a year and a half ago and the movie's still, you know, it's going to come out soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those ones are super fun to do. It's like, if there's a big enough thing that's coming out and then we'll, then we'll do it. Um, and they're kind of like something that's on a production side of everything that we do now. It's like easier to produce. Cause we have like our whole client side of stuff that we do. Mm-hmm. So like finding the right sort of like balance of like, is this a funny and fun? Is there like something funny to do for this trailer and can we produce it quick enough? That kind of thing. So mm-hmm. like, that's one thing that we're doing again for this year is like ramping back up our originals and stuff while we're producing, while we're finishing Sonic season nine. So if there's like ones, just like with the Sonic two one, you know, if there's like a, a new trailer that comes out, we're like, oh, that's going to be funny to do. And we have enough time that we'll definitely do more because those are fun to do. And like, mm-hmm. you know, everybody likes making fun of trailers and stuff. So, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> if you had... Just someone gave you unlimited money. Which series of yours would you be like, hey, let's resurrect this like huge budget. You got shading on everyone. Because that's always when you see that's the big thing. Yeah. yeah, When you see a cartoon show become a movie, you're like, oh, my God, they put shadows in. (laughs) That's the first thing that's like top number one on the budget. And nipples. Oh, yes. And nipples based on Neon Genesis Evangelion. All right. Maybe it's a good question. First one, first like knee jerk reaction would probably be clock suckers. Oh yeah. Or to be able to produce uh Kooky as like a full series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so fucking good and it should be a series. <laughs> yeah. So we... either one of those two I think would be great to do like full on full on thing. We've definitely tried with clock suckers like ideas for bringing that back and stuff the thing that's like tricky with it is like is there anything that we could do that like rick and morty hasn't done like a hundred times at this point Mm -hmm. you know because it's just any like science or time travel or whatever that kind of thing so it's maybe finding like a different path for it but so maybe it would be kooky where that one's a bit more open and uh a bit more fresh yeah 
for clock suckers, you just find a specific science that you're like, instead of, you know, time travel and all that, let's have them go back in time and just do, I don't know, chemistry shit. (laughs) I don't know how, but that's something. Yeah. If they're put in charge of like finding penicillin or something and then it's just chaos from there. Or the greatest science, baking. (laughs) There you go. It's just a big bake off. Yeah. In what time period would you want them to bake most? I guess like go back in time when there was a no one knew food safety stuff. They do that, but really fuck up. Man, um, maybe like I don't know, maybe like in France somewhere. Like I don't have an exact time period, but like older France, where you're saying like there's no like food standards or whatever, but mm-hmm. like France is like the height of like baking like accomplishments and everything. So if they're like in that scene at that time and they're just like fucking everything up. That might be a good uh, a good mix. They both show how to pasteurize milk and to give milk enemas, and the <laughs> they flip it on accident. So when they come back to the future, everyone is you know milk enema, and then using that to bake, and then pa- unpasteurized milk in their butts. <laughs> it writes itself. It writes itself. <laughs> Nicole's face right now is. I'm completely upset with that. All right, we have we have one more thing. I like to play this. It's I guess a game. Whenever someone who is in the recording arts comes on, it's another segment of Mike Stands. You've heard of Mike Stands, but what mics do you stand? M I C, not M A M I K E, because that would be you. What microphones do you enjoy to use? What are your go-tos? What ones do you stay away from? And what's maybe like a hidden gem if you have any thoughts on this? Oh, man. So I'm not going to be able to give a good answer because <laughs> the, mics, the mics that we have are really nice, um, but I don't know the, the brand name of it. It's um, the first one that we got was actually like gifted from College Humor like years ago when oh, we were doing yeah. originals for them. And they're like, we need to get you guys like a proper setup. So they picked a bunch of stuff and then just like ordered it for me. And I still have it now. And like we bought a couple more a couple years ago just to like have more in the studio when we we're doing like streaming and stuff. But man, I don't remember. I'm not like a technical mic guy that I could answer it properly. I do know like some stuff that I don't like are like, um, you know, it's like the base level, like the Yeti, like the blue mic, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Where like those are serviceable, but um, more often than not, I find like if other people are doing voiceovers for us and they have that, it's very easy to like set that up improperly or just like, you know, it just doesn't get a, a good quality sound. To yeah. It. So, yeah, I mean, I don't really have a total preference as long as like your stuff is set up right. I mean, the, from the looks of it, you guys have which mics do you guys have? We have Rode Procasters. And that looks like a nice proper setup you guys got there. You got all the the uh, pop filter and all that kind of stuff in there. Yeah. So like getting that, getting that stuff for me is like great. You know, as long as you're not popping your peas and your, uh, you know, stuff like that. So as long as it sounds like that and it's not too echoey or crazy or anything mm-hmm. like that, um, that works for us. And, um, and sometimes we still have to like run some filters and everything on it, but I can't like, if I was at the studio, I'd run over to our little recording booth and, and take a look at the mics. But, yeah. uh, yeah, that's the best answer I got. Oh, hey, that's fine. <laughs> You've heard it here, ludicrous. Mike Parker doesn't like you popping those peas. <laughs> no pee popping over here. 
Uh, there's a song by Ludacris called Pussy Poppin', but yep. the edited version is Pee Poppin'. <laughs> it's like, we know what you're talking about, sir. Yeah, that was a direct jab at Ludacris when I said that. Okay, thank God. He needs to be <laughs> taken down some pegs. He is technically like the dream guest that we will never get, but <laughs> maybe someday. Maybe we'll be on the set Not of Fast, Fast 12 and it'll be like, Hey, you want to do a podcast? And I'll be like, yeah, sure. You want to do yeah. some karate for our podcast? Karate? What? Yeah, I don't know. He's the tech guy there. <laughs> he knows how to hack into shit. At this point now, he does know some fighting stuff, though. I think in the last couple of movies, yeah, you like, don't he know. was taking some people down. Oh, okay. I just thought yeah. that was like a Fast and Furious thing. Yeah, I guess they all know <laughs> karate they now. They probably all At this do. Point, yeah. They're all okay. like special <laughs> secret agents and stuff now. Yeah. yeah. He used to know martial arts back in the Def Jam Vendetta days. See, you know. Okay, all right. There we go, I don't know guys. what that's a reference to, but... That's, I, di- I did not reference anything. I literally said the name of the thing, which is the PlayStation yeah, 2 fighting okay. game. Death I don't jam. know what that is then, sir. <laughs> okay, there you go. I forgot that existed. It's That's good, See, guys. he didn't know either. He, no, it <laughs> popped back into his head, yeah. unlike these peas. I think I'm still popping peas. That's why I have that additional windscreen on, because I'm a plosives boy. <laughs> I go, I'm yeah. like a dog in a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. What? I th- a dog has to have done that in a Hanna Barbera show. That sounds that sounds about right. Okay. There's a, who's a who's a Snagglepuss does like the laugh that's similar to like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a dog. <laughs> no, Muttley does that laugh, and Muttley is a dog. Uh huh. Don't condescend yeah, us, Nicole. He's Mr. Cartoon, and I'm the dude with the Yogi Bear collection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this nice poster that needs to be hung up. I was looking at that. What is what's what's going on in the poster? I can't really tell from here. It's all the ha- like a bunch of Hanna Barbera people on a orchestra scene, and Fred Flintstone is k- maestroing them. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, I see Fred there. I now. mean, you could just prop it up up there, right? Yeah, maybe. Hang, hang it. All right. Well, can we get to Sentai, Nicole? I don't know. Can we? Hey guys, <laughs> I don't know. Why I'm saying hey guys, uh, Mr. Parker. Super Sentai Power Rangers. Have you had any experience with these in the past, or is this possibly your first time? So the type of show itself, I had limited experience as a kid. I feel like I was like a little bit aged out when it really hit big in like the U.S. and stuff, like the Power Rangers and and that sort of thing. But like as a kid, I'm half Japanese. My mom is from Japan. So we would have like random sort of toys in the house and I'd be like, they were like, you know, had that power ranger type feel. It was, it was like mm-hmm. the, the, the one that I can't, what was the name? The five, five man, five man. Thank you. Um, not to jump ahead, but I'm pretty sure I had that like sedan vehicle Whoa. as a toy. Cause when I saw it, I was like, Oh shit. Like I, I, cause I had no idea. It was just that. Mm-hmm. And it would just, it would like sort of like, it didn't transform or anything, but like it had a couple little like bells and whistles on it. And I was like, what is, I remember I was like little, and I'm like, what is this just like random sedan toy? <laughs> it's like, what is, how is this fun? But now seeing it as like part of like a bigger thing, I was like, oh, all right. Now that makes sense. If you still have that, it might be worth something. I know. It, it would be a miracle if that was still around somewhere. It'd be like <laughs> yeah. in my parents' attic or something somewhere. But who knows? Yeah. Maybe gotten donated a long time ago. But yeah, I mean, that's that whole like type of show – 
and everything. Like I was very much aware of it and like, I, it was super fun to me and, and everything. But like my, when I was like a kid, it was like, you know, the closest thing would probably be like the transformers that sort of like copied that where there's like the constructed kinds, like five things forming into one larger mm-hmm. vehicle. That was probably like the closest like thing that I got to that type of show. But when those were like, I would just know of them sort of like peripherally from like my mom's like having like a videotape of like, Hey, here's a show. And it's like five, five people fighting and like, you know, big, big monsters and costumes and stuff like that. So that was probably it, but that was more of like GI Joe transformers, Godzilla type stuff when I was a kid. Hell yeah. Hey, Godzilla's always dope too. Why, why is Optimus Prime in like every series? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause he's like the, he's like the, he's the main uh he's the lead actor in the whole thing he's like the most boring guy too but he's uh there's so many more fun transformers they could put in stuff but they was just got to throw him in plus he's like a big truck yeah trucks little kids are gonna buy the truck i mean i meant like every lowbrow series because <laughs> <laughs> he's uh i don't know because i still have if i was I, I was gonna almost make it to the studio today in my office i have the Optimus Prime toy like behind me and stuff in my on my shelf. It was just like a like the when we put him in college college university, it was just like the easiest entry level transformer you could put in there. Just like yeah. the base guy. Mm-hmm. And then having him be so serious in the shows and then just make him like a, a dork in the in the show in our yeah. cartoon was, was super fun. Yeah, he's very much like that one person in Gilmore Girls that just is wherever they go, that dude's working there. Oh, Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, man, college university is top tier, guys. Please watch it, all <laughs> listeners right now. I've talked about it enough without Mr. Parker on. So for real, listen to what I say. He's Kermit. He's Pez. A man. Yeah. Uh, there <laughs> is Pez. On that same exact episode, I used to when. Parks is doing his hair up and he's like, yeah, looks in the mirror. Okay. Then just puts his hat on. I was like, man, that's such a, it's very funny, but like so stupid. No one does that. Then flash forward. I'm like combing my hair, like blow drying it. I'm like, hell yeah, that looks good. Put a hat on. I'm like, oh my God, I just did. I did the Parks thing. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Man, it's so cool you're here, but let's, let's get, let's get into five, man. These even actually this episode shows us that they're teachers. All of them are teachers. They they're famous teachers for some reason. I don't know why. (laughs) All kids from everywhere are like, I want the five sibling teachers here. When you were in school, what kind of student were you? I was uh, I was like a good student, I think. I definitely like slack off and like, you know, I think I was a bit sneaky, mischievous. I didn't get in trouble a lot because I was kind of good at like being like a little jerk and not getting caught, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> but I tried to take my stuff kind of serious. There's stuff I just wasn't good at, like math and things like that. I was terrible at. But I feel like I wasn't like a troublemaker. But I was like, you know, I'd like joke around with my friends and stuff. But if like, you know, you knew the teacher was pissed off or whatever, then I'd like, you know, when to stop that kind of thing. Yeah. Just to not be like a dick about it. I did not know to stop. <laughs> <laughs> There was, I don't know if I've ever told this to you, Nicole, there, Mr. Du Bois, I believe is who it was, mm-hmm. uh, taught physics. He, I was like, 
I love to scare people. I would like wait behind something and like jump out and scare someone. And I would do that. I think to... I had him for like biology. Uh, yeah, maybe? he also he did both. I think. Okay. I waited behind his door the entire like the class had already sat down. He was talking probably to his wife, who was the librarian. And then I waited and he walked in and I went, yeah. And then he was like, he, it was the most scared I had ever seen anyone. And then like, once he realized what had happened, his face didn't get mad, but it like sunk down. And he was like, into the hallway, please. And I was like, uh oh. And he like takes me out and he's like, hey, I'm not mad at you. People like to, to pull practical jokes, but you do need, I have heart problems. And you, like, please be aware, like when you just scare a random person, it, like I could have had an episode. I was like, I am so sorry. And I'm glad I am learning this right now. Oh my God. No. You almost killed a man. Yeah, but I didn't. He was fine. He's still thriving there, making out with his wife in the, in between the stacks. Wow. How old was he? Do you remember generally? He was probably like 39. Oh, wow. So he wasn't too. It's not like I was like this was an elderly man. <laughs> That's what I thought at first. <laughs> a 65 year old like, oh, man, I'm retiring this year. And I got that sweet ass pension. No, <laughs> just one class away from retirement. This was someone who was younger than my father. But in the general ballpark. Gotcha. Yeah, man, I should have started with like, hey, it never jumped into my head that I might. This story could come across as I'm a white haired man. I almost killed. <laughs> well, if it's like high school, I mean, I wouldn't put it past anybody just to like if you're just messing around, like mm -hmm. scare whoever. You don't really think about it. I definitely wouldn't think about it if it was like a 39 year old. He's yeah. got heart problems. Yeah. I'd like try to push him and stuff. Maybe 45. <laughs> Just push a teacher, guys. Guys, yeah. if you're out there, find a teacher. Give them a little shove. Just push Don't. them. Look. Yes. No. Okay. We, on a previous episode, we people know we're pro-teacher. We had bullets for teachers. And uh -huh. now we all, I'm not going to explain what that means. It's uh -huh. a good thing. I feel like I should. We were saying you should make bullets so expensive so people would buy them and, like, give the extra money over to teachers so they can get actual cool shit for their students. But yeah, the name might need some workshopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a good cause. <laughs> I said that and immediately the guest and Nicole were like, that's bad, James. No, <laughs> not in this climate. Not ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But what what did you think of Five Man today? <laughs> I liked it. I mean, yes. it was um, the thing, not to spoil the ending. Can I spoil the ending? Yeah, Does go for it. I was expecting something to happen with them funding the school or like rebuilding the school. They're like, well, we'll do it next time. <laughs> See ya. That was it. I thought like they were going to like save the day or whatever, but I guess it was like an ongoing thing with the school to like, rebuild yeah, it. the, in the <laughs> first episode, the bad, the villains are just a wrecking house on earth and they blow up an entire school with children in it. And that's a reoccurring thing. I thought you were going to say like, yeah, that gravity stone thought they were going to get it and use it to fly. I don't yeah. know if that ever comes back. <laughs> I, it, They're like, guys, 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 that's not in the budget. We can't yeah, make them seriously. fly. We can't have an entire, I guess, like, well, just put them on ropes, get them close and angle it up towards the sky so it looks like it. But guys, it's. We got to block shoot things, and <laughs> unless we're going to do that in every episode, we're not doing it. Yeah, that's definitely that. 
because they they mentioned it a bunch of times it shows up and then i was like all right and then nothing happens with it <laughs> definitely like a producer came in at the last second like no we're not there's nothing we can do with this so just you know yeah leave it yeah but it's like then just write it as something else. <laughs> yeah, like why? Yeah, why do they? I think someone drew that painting because they they flash to a painting and show them, I guess, flying, and, and yep. that never happens. We it's not like a re- reoccurring thing. Every episode, there's a new painting that we zoom in on and like pan around. No, that's a weird thing that they did. I wonder if it was like a fan contest. Oh, that could be it. And the fan was and like, they had they're to, flying. Yeah, right around it. It <laughs> like, could be. To fit it in. Based on its ratings, they were probably trying to generate some some goodwill towards it. And we're like, well, if the fans see what they might have drawn, hell yeah. That all seems very doable, very feasible. Uh, this this uh, anti-gravity stone is something that, in thinking about it, wow, that's a really cool stone. But it makes gravity go away so the learning curve on that is terrifying (laughs) because if you pick that up you're like whoop i'm shooting to the moon and i'm going to suffocate yeah yeah they didn't really set any parameters on that thing because because they weren't going to use it (laughs) (laughs) it just flashes real quick they blind their eyes but the five men they got those visors yeah or maybe it just affects evil-minded people maybe the pyrotechnics on that show was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's also why they didn't put like time into making it look cool. Yeah, it's <laughs> not a shiny rock. <laughs> yeah. Is the rock coat like had it accumulated sediment and like it's blocked over? Yeah, and like is the actual stone within it? Because that's what I was thinking. Or is this just a big old rock? We'll never know. Uh, we might know. never know. Maybe that's why it didn't work, because maybe it had to be, like, cracked open, mm-hmm. and then, like, the geode inside was what, like, did the anti-gravity or something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I don't know why we're making excuses for it, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into note by note. Did you take any notes? Uh, I did not. Sorry. Okay, that's fine. Well, Nicole, but I can definitely check. Yeah. Nicole, you'll keep us on track, and you are the... You should be the... Bearer of notes, and then I dive in because when I do it, it just is all over the place. Okay. But because I, unlike Engage with Nicolas Cage last week, I do have a sizable amount of notes. Okay. But we can bang through them. So I have to do the thing? Yeah, what's your first note, bro? The thing. Okay. What episode is this? Dangerous Treasure Hunt. Ooh. Episode 11. There's a cake. Yeah. And they're all like, I like cakes. (laughs) Talking about fat ass. Someone wins the lottery for of 100 yen. Which they think he like got the first prize. But then they're like, oh, no, it's only the eighth. I get 100 yen. Oh, no, I thought it was it's 12th place. Oh, okay. (laughs) He's very far down. But I want this. Which is like what? A dollar? Yeah. At least in today's. Uh, sure. conversion yeah. is around yeah. that. I wish I had this outlook on life of like, hey, it's a win in the category. It's only a dollar, but that's still, it, I still get the win in my pocket. Sure. And the lottery's pretty cool. Someday my number's going to be pulled and I'm going to be murdered on a yep, stage. I knew you were, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Nicole's like, yeah, uh, he's about to do a deep cut reference to some like short story because it involves 
being dead. Because everyone in our school system had to read that story. Yep. We read the book and saw the movie or the short film or whatever. Whoa. It's like a whole event. Yeah. That seems traumatic to watch the movie. Maybe it's all schools then. Yeah, maybe it is. They're like, hey, we're not going to let you learn about the Holocaust with Mouse. But hey, this story about uh, someone being murdered at the end, a little twist even. Shyamalan. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, uh, winning the lottery, you think it's good, but nah, it's bad. (laughs) And you're like, what? Twist. But all lotteries are good is what our government says. So technically, this does turn bad for him because he gets his face bashed into the cake. So maybe that's like yeah. a nod to the lottery. Oh, it could be. Maybe that's what he wins. I did feel like his sibling's reaction was a bit of an overreaction. <laughs> I, smashing his face. <laughs> I guess if you think you're about to be the richest family in Japan and only and to find finally out. finally achieve your dreams by building a school. Oh, yeah. Oh, You'd that's be pissed. True. You would be pissed. That little kid, he wants to find treasure to rebuild the school. When I was that age and I got riches, I would have used it to destroy the school. (laughs) I'd been like, hey, we're going to level this, make it into an arcade slash skateboarding arena. Yeah. Not even a park. A straight up arena. (laughs) Arena. I don't know what that means. Uh, Like uh, an arena. Like it's an indoor place and you throw the X games there. Yeah, there's like a crowd and everything watching the skateboard. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. I have a, a quick question on this show. There was a line when they brought the cake out. Somebody says, doesn't it look a little tiny today? Referring to the cake. Do they eat cake like every episode? Because that line implies like they're eating cake all the time in this show. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we know of. Right. They just say things sometimes. <laughs> well, Unless they're talking about I mean, it pancakes. could also be like a translation error. Yeah, that could be it as well. Because okay. these are yeah. these are fan subbed. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So it's it's not that an entire team of professionals is working on it. But that makes more sense. Then. All right. The only time I've seen them eat cake is pancakes. Yeah, they do have a lot of pancakes in this show. <laughs> yeah, so maybe this person's like, wow, yeah, man, this cake is tiny compared to the stack of cakes you give me. <laughs> sure. That's, that's a different kind of cake, sir. <laughs> yeah, Shintaru, the, the child, yeah. the grandchild, finds the treasure map. Then I put, we got some Tremors type shit. Yeah, some Graboids. Mole going underground. I had the same note. I like the I like the special effects on that part when he's digging underground. They kind of had like a dirt covered rug, and they're just like pulling something along it to make it look like Bugs Bunny ish. Yeah, and then like cutting to like the side view of him just like digging around. The side like, view is clever. hilarious. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> part is hilarious. Uh, it's, it's it's adorably terrible. Yeah, I love it. Uh, like if you like a child could make that today, and you'd be like, "Oh my god, you're so good at this." <laughs> uh, but like a true capitalist, that mole's just digging up everywhere to find treasure. Yeah, they don't give a shit. He's fracking, yeah. guys. <laughs> Fracking the mountains. I wrote, he's a nerd who loves P.E. What? The, the, <laughs> the child. Oh, the child. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's weird. I feel like there are kids that were like that, though. But most nerds don't. 
like no, like he's a nerd for PE. Oh, okay, so he's a jock. Yeah, aka a nerd for PE. Yeah, my favorite PE is uh funky education, but spelled with a PH. I hate it. Well, okay, find a better <laughs> P word. And don't say penis. I didn't. I saw the glint in your eye. Non-existent. Will the college university podcast ever be made available anywhere? Uh, no, because I don't. I don't know where they are. No. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah, they all existed like on some like old whatever, like FTP type thing, like years ago. And then when we changed like the website or whatever, like I pulled them off of there, and. I, I don't know where they are. <laughs> you want to yeah. know what? This is a call to, or maybe it's on like archive.org, maybe. But uh, yeah. no, I've, I've recently searched for them. But if any lowbrow fans are listening right now and have just any of them, let's start trying to pool them together and get them <laughs> listed somewhere. There you go. <laughs> like everyone trying to find all the episodes of Kablam only to find out, hey, Paramount Plus has got them now. Uh-huh. Exactly like that. Yeah. The social and cultural revelant, re, re, relevance. Yeah, I said it right the first time. No, of Kablam didn't. and the <laughs> College University podcast are the same. Yeah. Not to jump around, James. I have a question for you real quick. What's up? If, if someone were to ask you the plot of Coneheads 2, in your head, what did you have a plot of Coneheads 2? That's a great question. I think it's just the second half of Coneheads 1. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, like she's, they're, they're like children. Like they have the baby and like they have to deal with that. And then the second one is her being a teenager having sex with Chris Farley with her mind. All right. Yeah. Or maybe she went to college. I mean, that all works for me. Yeah. Yeah. One of those would be a movie. I mean, the, the college would be a movie, like the kid growing up or whatever. Mm -hmm. That would be a movie. I wonder if I read the – I think there's a comic book for Coneheads 2 or it's just Co Coneheads the comic book issue 2 because mm -hmm. when I Googled it, that's the only thing that came up. Yeah. Because it's not a movie. <laughs> Definitely not a movie. Man. The, I once went – there was a movie store, a rental place by our old house like when I was a tiny child and the only – like this might be my first memory is going in there and seeing the Coneheads or Coneheads 2 movie poster. Maybe they were trying to trick me as a little boy. The clerk, you know, like, hey, I, I don't want to fucking work here. Slap a two on the poster and I'm like, uh -huh. oh, my God, it's Coneheads 2, Dad. Yeah. Then he pushes me over because it's winter and we were in the newspaper. What? I, for some weird reason, was in the newspaper <laughs> as a child because my father – so, okay. Because your father pushed you over? No, no, no. He during a winter storm. Mm -hmm. He, I guess, wanted to go rent a movie. It was only a few blocks away. It was, sure. you know, that hotel on Henry or uh, Henry Street, possibly. It's where that there's a Meyer there and a Walmart. There used to be a hotel right there that looked like it was in Florida and it had like a palm tree aesthetic and okay. there was like flamingos and stuff. There was a movie store right near there. Sure. And my dad put the three kids, I was probably one, two, and three. Those were like our ages. And like pulled us on this sled to the movie store and a news reporter was just out and about and was like, I'm going to do a story on this. So if you go to MLive, you can search like Child Snow 1993 
and probably find us. I think it might have been front page. We had it clipped out, laminated. It was bizarre. And you say that Muskegon isn't a small town. I mean, it's a medium-sized town. Or wait, were you in Muskegon then? Yeah, this was Muskegon. This was Grand Rapids. That's a huge town. That's why I asked, bro. Don't have fucking time for us. Also, Henry Street isn't in Grand Rapids with the Flamingo-style hotel. Yeah, that's true. So get out of here, you fuck. Okay, I'll leave. (laughs) No, don't! (laughs) Uh, Where were we, Nicole? Okay. Coneheads 3? This mole (laughs) is a Digimon. (laughs) Yeah. I really want to, on a stream, just like, Get a collection of Digimon and just rank their sexiness. I stop pitching that. <laughs> this might be the third time this week. Well, I'm not pitching it to you right now. I'm just remembering, hey, that's what we did. Just putting it you out there. Just Put it in the ether. pitching It'll it happen. to me. Yeah, if anyone on Twitter at MSS Pod wants me to do that, I'll do it. Do it on a live stream. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I actually don't do it. And then we could put polls and like also get everyone else's like, is this a one through ten? Yeah. Oh man, Gadoman, top tier sexy. Oh, I thought you were just gonna like rank them all, but you're just gonna give them a rating. Yeah. Wait, what? <sighs> like line like them taking, all up rather than taking all of them. Yeah, it's giving each one a rating from one to ten, or taking all of them and ranking them like in order. Like of which sexiness. one's the hottest? Oh, which uh, one's? The ugliest. I I guess we can, people like the tier lists and like yeah, the S tier okay. is like sexy tier. Yeah. A tier is like auga. Uh, if that starts with an A and not an O. B tier is bodacious. C tier is like. Uh, what's the. A cutie. What's the pop and P tier? <laughs> the pop and P tier. I, I guess we'll have to make a new tier. Uh, the D tier is dude. Put on some makeup. <laughs> Terrible thing to say to anyone. Oh my god! And then the I, I don't think there's an there, it just goes to F tier is fugly as hell. Wow, guys, we're doing that's, this. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yes, Nicole, we are going to have. It shouldn't be put on some makeup. It should be put on a paper bag. Well, no, that's uh, the, the D isn't. <laughs> I guess like you could still be sexy and have yeah, like still. exactly. Oh, man, but Sukumon, oh, man, that's sexy as hell tier. That's poppin' pee tier. Sukumon is just a pile of shit, uh, (laughs) if you were unaware of that, sir. I was not aware of it. Okay. I don't know my Digimon. (laughs) Well, a lot of them are sexy. (laughs) (laughs) The mole, uh, I was like, how how is the mole shooting them? Is it just coming out of its face? No, I think his, his little claws have a drill. In them. That's what I was thinking. Like his fingernails shoot out, kind of like Mecha Godzilla. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the mole had a lot of different types of weapons as it goes on, it seemed. He had a bunch of different attacks, I thought. Yeah. So there's something towards the end. I was like, oh, you can do that too. His most powerful love. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole's pissed. I don't even know what to say to that. Uh, say good thing. Yeah. Yes, and. I do like the addition of the scarf on the mole. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Put a scarf on anything. It'll be cute <laughs> as hell. It made him, though, look like, I, I guess he could have a steampunk aesthetic, but it made him look like he's piloting uh, an airplane because he also oh. had goggles so you, on. So you're saying he's just 
Snoopy as the Red Baron. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but a mole. But he should have been, Howard Kramer would say, should have been double gogged because his goggles blow off and he can't see because it's too bright. But then for some mm. reason they're fine once he's large? Well, I think because that the Golin guy... Uh, it can copy like the, it's a copy of it. yeah it's it's part of his dna the goggles uh-huh yeah that's why it j- just blood shot out because the goggles are part of him <laughs> there is no blood yes there was no in the tv 14 cut there was no that's what i was watching when you left to go to the bathroom and i rewatched it in three I'm times like, speed yeah i hate that i just need to dissect more you watch things in three times speed <laughs> like slow down speed or triple fast triple fast <laughs> like useless like tutorial shit that i'm trying to just learn something quick Same. But if i'm trying to like pay attention to something i can't uh the triple fast doesn't work for me i watch a whole <laughs> bunch of uh just slow talking youtubers that have good information about like speed running but i'm like too slow guys go up to times two gotta speed run that speed run yeah did the main bad guy with like the weird like ball chin, he's just carrying around an abacus? Is that like his like the old calculator you yeah. know that abacus is? Yeah. That's his thing. Yeah, he's their accountant pretty much. Oh. Like he he pays attention to their budget, which is the only time I have ever seen in a Sentai series them do that. That is amazing. <laughs> what, a, what a boring ass character <laughs> to make. <laughs> The accountant? It also doesn't make sense because they have they have killed 999 other planets and taken their resources, meaning they should have an unlimited amount of money. Yeah. But no. So they don't need to go find this treasure. It's unnecessary. But he's <laughs> he's spoiled rotten with the money. Yeah. Yeah. Or he's just he's embezzling it. Spending it on lavish abacuses. Yeah. <laughs> and a huge CSI style uh, board that he can draw on that's just glass. Man, that's, the scenery and the sets in here are so fucking cool. The con- I mean, I'm making fun of the accountant guy, but I do like his, his whole look. Mm-hmm. Like the head and the helmet and stuff is pretty cool. I'm just kind of skimming through everything again. <laughs> At three times speed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, like, so they're fighting for the first time. It's Ken, that child. Yes. The mole and Dongarus. All of a sudden, Zaza just comes out of the shadows and like peeks around just like a creep. Yeah, that was funny. Just two daggers saying, hey, what's going on here? But I'm guessing she needed to trail him probably because he's embezzling money. Yeah, I mean, he does say, I need the gravity zone so I can sell it to them. Oh, Wait, he, I thought he didn't know what the tre- I thought he he's saying it's just jewels and rubies. Yeah, but once he found out it was a gravity oh, okay. stone, he said, "Great, now I can sell this to Zone." Oh, but I thought well, at this time, he did not know it was a gravity stone. We find out about or anti-gravity stone. A gravity stone's just a stone. You pick it up and you fall <laughs> to the ground. I used to do that in the pool. I'd take a big old stone, jump in the pool, and just walk on the bottom. Mm-hmm. It was fun. <laughs> Correct? <laughs> Talk to me, dude. Uh, not uh, to Nicole. Nicole is the dude in this scenario. Uh, this mole is a graboid. I'm a dude. 
Being pulled under the ground like that, one, I would just think I'm being pulled down to hell. I'm like, oh, my time is up. Uh, Satan wants me in his army, and I become Spawn. Yeah. Hell yeah. Spawn Jr. That's a recurring theme on this show is we think hell is cool. Satan is uh, a man of honor. Like, he's he's taking on this this burden of housing the world's greatest fiends and spawn is someone i want to be <laughs> all right I bet. does john leguizamo's clown guy come into play at all i hope so <laughs> i'd smooch that dude it's a good looking guy i always remember from that movie when he ate the pizza with maggots on it i don't remember <sighs> that part disgusting but i think i think he tricked it i don't know if he actually did it or not because it was like he pulled a piece of pizza out of the garbage and then uh, there's like maggots on it. But it, I think there was maybe maggots on like half of it. And then he bit the part without the maggots on it. Anyway. Ew. <laughs> I'd, I'd have more respect for him if he ate the maggots. I could be wrong. I, he may have he may have dug in and eaten some maggots. On the Nick Cage ate a cockroach once. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. At the, I don't know how, wow, I'm trying to think of the word. Uh Ah, cool. At, at the forced at labor the, of the director. The the behest? Yeah, that would be the word. Of just everyone? Yeah, because they all hated saying, him on that. don't do this oh. because it's not safe. Like, <laughs> you shouldn't just eat a cockroach. You could get diseases and shit. Snowpiercer tells us to, so those people shut up. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a CR. And then forced to, like an intern or something to go catch a bat in a park. Yeah. And they were like, again, the diseases. Yeah, see, that makes sense. Guano (laughs) is rife with it. But a CR, as long as it's cooked properly, it was cooked, correct? No. No, it was living, James. I like how, so they find out, like, it needs two pieces of a map, Ken does, and the child so, like, Ken sneaks up behind the merchant, the accountant, and he's like, swoop. And then when he turns around the merchant, he just, like, like flat-footed kicks him in the face and knocks him over. That The man in that suit. I mean, suit, he's very top-heavy. Yeah. No, he's not top-heavy. He's all, I thought. He's his, all heavy. Yeah, his dimensions <laughs> would be, like, 50, 50, 50. <laughs> He's a cylinder man. Cylinder man. He's Modoc. Yeah. He is Modoc, yeah. Oh my god. With the gravity stone. Oh, he would have been Modoc. Yeah. He would have just been sitting on it like uh, Baba from Dragon Ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's many layers on this, Nicole. So many. Like a cake. When they get to when they get to the main the where the treasure is, the to put it in this door that will open up. It looked like a tiny-mouthed Almec, Almec from <laughs> Legend of the Hidden Temple. Because yeah. it had, sure. like, the nose, the eyes, and where the the keyhole goes in. It's just like a, hey, guys, I got a little mouth. Yeah. What's the littlest mouth you've ever seen, Nicole? I. Now, what's the biggest <laughs> mouth you've ever seen? I don't. Next note, dude. Oh, okay. Uh, the stone, <laughs> the stone just starts shooting people unprovoked. But I mean, it's only shooting the bad people. Okay. Oh my god, the stone's a hero with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> it just has a little gun attached to it. <laughs> just shooting people. 
Oh. Honestly, if something like that happened in the show, I'd be like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, God. Then it flies away in, bye a, bye. in a spark in the sky. And before that, like, Ken's, I guess it's more of a dumbbell, but when I saw it the first time, his weapon looks like a shake weight, keeping it toit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, the merchant says, I'm going to be filthy rich. What's better, being filthy rich or soapy rich? <sighs> filthy rich, I think. Okay. I don't know what, I don't know what soapy, soapy rich seems like, um, like a weird sex thing to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't, I, I'm not sure why, but filthy rich, I feel like you're doing more fun stuff. You're buying like dumb, extravagant stuff. And soapy rich just seems odd. Soapy rich is when you launder money. Oh, that's actually, <laughs> wow. Ooh, Cole, that's good. That's a good that's pun. Good. Hell yeah. Uh, I was just going to say like, you, it's like you're a philanthropist. You're doing it clean. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then still filthy rich. Okay. <laughs> I wish I was soapy rich. I wish I was just soapy. Just all the time soapy. That can be arranged. What if instead of sweat, I sweat like soap? Okay. I could yeah. clean I the world. Okay. <laughs> Oil spill happens. I go down. There, I'm, I get to rub ducks on my cheeks all day. <laughs> Just go down there with like a treadmill and you're all set. Yeah. Wiping off with ducks. It might not be a treadmill because I th I think like my soap would land on there. I'd need like um, um, an elliptical. Is that yeah. one of those things? A Stairmaster? Yeah, yeah. A little bit more stable. I get mm -hmm. it. Or they just throw me in a sauna. Oh, that works too. Oh, but then the humidity would become soapy. <laughs> Wouldn't that be good? I don't uh, know. Yeah, I guess. Then, then you just like scoop the duck through the air, through the steam, and they're clean. Vape that soap. Ew, that <laughs> sounds like it. Even though I excrete soap through my sweat glands, I feel like inhaling the soap would still be bad. Inhaling anything is bad. <laughs> Not cigarette smoke, dude. That's cool. <laughs> Correct? No. If Okay, if you came home and you were like, where's James at? Then you looked out in the back and you, because you saw socks looking at something and you're like, what is that? And I was just like back there smoking a cigarette. You'd be like, holy shit, James is, I guess I do have a cool boyfriend. That doesn't mean it's good for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying it's cool for you. <laughs> you would Instagram that and be like, yeah, guys, uh, I'm never breaking up with this dude now. <laughs> He's hot. Before yep. I was considering it, but now not a chance. I need you to start smoking. Yeah, if someone <laughs> even better came around for you. Yeah. It, you know, I know in the eight years we've been together, there, that's always an inkling in the back of your head. Like, there could be someone better for me out there. Yeah, everyone knows that. Yeah. The <laughs> listeners of this podcast for sure know that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'd be smoking it up. I just have a couple more notes to go through. Does a stone come back into play? We already did that. The whack-a-mole. We oh, got it. Yes. Mm. Another In thing. them saying children's dreams are our treasure. Yeah, that <laughs> also like a student's treasure is a great teacher, which I guess that that tracks. But the five hammer, I don't think ever comes back into play. Another thing that is. Just for them to play whack-a-mole. I mean, I don't think it needs to. I don't know. What if they're building a big old boat? 
You're going to have to have some big old hammers. <sighs> Just give me anything, Nicole. I can't. <laughs> I've given you the world and you still want more. Oh, my God. I can only do so much, James. My last note, Nicole, is don't horse a child without parental consent first. You know, like, just scoop them up onto your shoulders and Got be like, I'm it. going around. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's not a piggyback ride. It's a horsey, right? No. Because when you're in a pool and you're playing horse. That's chicken. That's chicken. Dang it. Yeah. I knew I was wrong. I was like, <laughs> this is a basketball game, not... Okay, well, don't chicken a child. Yeah. You know, without parental consent. His grandfather was there. Yeah, okay, if I just, if I was hanging out with Regina, my niece, and my sister, Louise, and I just handed her a cigarette, Regina. That's the same to you. Yes, because, oh, the mom's there. It's okay to do it. (laughs) Give me something, Nicole. <laughs> Mike's here too. He's here as a cur- He's as the a host. Oh wait, he bro. is the host. Oh shit, I am the host. Shit. This is how I wish. Uh, like I, I've heard other <laughs> podcasters be like, "Man, I just wish my guests would do the entire thing, and I could just <laughs> lay back and not do anything." <laughs> he he did it right. He's like, I- "I'll just come in when I need to." Yep. When to ask about Coneheads too? <laughs> He's been he has been gracious with his time, Nicole. Yeah, this is your job that none of us get paid for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So answer the question: Do you give a kid a cigarette in front of their parents? Is that yes. what the question? Or yeah. That is the question, and the answer is yes, because you're saying to improv, improv is yes and. Yeah, but it's not Therefore. It's not saying yes Therefore. and. It's saying yes to the concept yes. and let me build upon it. Therefore, yes, and give one to yourself, too. Yeah. Yeah, you earned it. God. You earned it. If my 13-year-old niece, maybe yeah. she's 14, pandemic, just I saw her like in the backyard smoking a stogie. Then they're in a circle, <laughs> hands it off to their dog Lincoln, and he's yeah. got sunglasses on, starts smoking as well. In I between still his wouldn't paws. like that dog. Yeah, the dog is the issue. But you would think like, hey, don't want to hang around him, but game respect game. That dog's cool. No. All right. <laughs> The imagery of teens smoking stogies instead of cigarettes changes a lot of this right off the bat. Like teen smoking throughout. If if teens are smoking stogies all around, I don't know if I fight that as much as teens smoking cigarettes. It changes everything. I don't know if it makes them cooler or weirder. I don't know what that does. Especially if they rolled it themselves. (laughs) Then you're like, hey, you guys are (laughs) go-getters. You're resourceful. You went on YouTube. You found out how to roll a stogie. Uh-huh. And then you're doing it. Yeah. yeah. It's commendable. Then you found out it's actually marijuana and you're like, no, no, no. That's not cool. <laughs> Crazy teens. It's not cool. It's uh... litty. Because, you know, you get lit off from <laughs> that sweet dank Chiba. Okay. Go smoke some weed, Nicole. We got one more no. segment. It's a quick one, and then then you you get to enjoy your Sunday, sir. Unless you want to stay, we'll enjoy stay for your cats. <laughs> yeah. 
the five men all are teachers and they use what subject they teach as their specialty moves that it informs their fighting style, maybe. Let's just say it does that for the sake of this bit. Sure. So if you were to be on the five men, like the sixth ranger, what subject would you teach as a teacher and how would you use that to take down that that dirty zone army? Is there a chemistry teacher already? There's a science teacher, but not specifically chemistry. Probably chemistry then. That would be my easy answer because then you can just like bring like sulfuric acid or something crazy in there and just like throw it in their face and let them deal with that. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. <laughs> Make bombs. Not even being creative about it, just like a beaker <laughs> of it. Just douse them and then get out of there. Not even like mixing shit together. You just grab one <laughs> chemical. Like... They say don't mix chemicals. So yeah. because then it could blow up in your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of these monsters are just animals big. Uh-huh. So yeah. If you were to throw sulfuric acid on a real life mole, it's going to kill them. Same yeah. would be for a big one. There you go. The the more creative answer, I'd be a history teacher and bore them to death. Whoa. Or what? just like reenact historical events. I do. <laughs> in order <laughs> some, to kill them. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd get super into it and they'd be embarrassed for me and leave. Like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't watch this. <laughs> I'd be like the Civil War reenactors and you like, oh, uh, God, this is embarrassing. I got to get out of here. I, gotta, I can't I be associated with this. <laughs> I, I also like the reenacting thing. Like, they're, like, driving somewhere and, like, you get on, like, a grassy knoll or something. <laughs> and then you take out just a rifle and blow their head <laughs> off. That'd be pretty good. Like, each one is, like, a specific historic event that you got to, like, it takes some time to, like, set it up and everything. And then, like, mm -hmm. you do it. You got to find a horse. <laughs> in a small cannon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just in general. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say like for this specific historical event. Yeah, for one of them. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. If it was like Gettysburg or something. Probably. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you just burn them all at the pyre while screaming witch. Yeah. That's a good one too. Yeah. yeah. Or to circle back, give them a heavy rock, push them in a lake. Yeah, that too. Because <laughs> you think they're a witch. Make them so sad because Coneheads 2 never existed. <laughs> you reveal that Make to them. Make them so sad by going through a pandemic. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Give them COVID, guys. But not like, like not to kill them, just to like make them out of commission for a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They have to quarantine. They can't do nothing for like two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but they're evil. They might start just going around coughing on people. True. 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 You just made them deadlier. Yeah, so. that also is a plot line in Time Ranger. Yeah. An infected person from the future comes back in time when this vaccine was never created and just starts infecting. Like, I, th he bleeds into a water tower. and it Yeah, infects. the water supply. Yeah. yeah. It's fucked up. What is this? Time Ranger? Time Ranger. So Super Sentai, it has been around since 78, I think. And every single year they have like a new series. So that it's different motifs, different team, all of that. One of them is called Time Ranger. They're from the future. They come back to 2000 and also the villains come back and they're stuck there. So one of them just was 
fro they the the prisoners are like frozen in time and then like shrunk down. He was frozen with this disease. Oh. And he starts bleeding on people. It's pretty messed up. Yeah. It's horrific looking back at it. Mm. All right. Hell yeah, guys. We did it. We did it. We did a great episode. We did it. Before we get into plugs, Mr. Parker, you you can be honest with us. Did you enjoy your time here? Yeah, absolutely. This is super fun. Yeah. You can help us because the, uh, with our Dream Get guest quest, three of your colleagues, one of them previously mentioned already, is on that list. And that's the jank ass crew, David, Chase and Stacy. Could you just record a message and we'll send it to them on like Twitter or something? Just say like, oh, hey, come on this show. It's my stamp of approval. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. We we pay him through cameo to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you can put the little cameo thing in the corner here. Yeah. Hell yeah. Chase, Stacy, David, I highly recommend you guys coming on the show. You guys can plug Jank. And anything else that he's going on? Chase, I was talking to Chase yesterday, actually. Um, so, yeah, it's super fun. You get to do a little bit of homework and research and then just crack jokes. Do it. Yes, we did it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Do you have anything to plug? Um, yeah, I mean, our YouTube channel, we're kicking that back off. And we took like this kind of like a year off. With, I was kind of loaded with client work, but we're getting back into it with like videos every other week. And while we're producing Sonic for Hire season nine, uh, currently like halfway through the first episode, uh, animating it and starting production on episode two. I don't really have a, a premiere date for it yet because it's like a lot of stuff. But uh, yeah, that's it. I mean, just keep uh, watching our stuff on YouTube. That's like our, our best plug. Hell yeah. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. And we, we saw Caldwell Tanner's going to be a voice on it. Yeah, I've known Caldwell for a long time uh, when he was at College Humor, and uh, he's the voice of Luigi. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi plays a big part in this season, and he was nice enough to uh, to take some time and record. So, uh, yeah, we're trying to get, um, you know, a handful of uh, tapping tapping into our, our handful of uh, internet friends to do some voices and stuff for this season. Hell yeah. You also did, did you work on Cartoon Hell? Yeah, we we produced the animation for it. So mm -hmm. like that was all them doing it. And then Michael William, who is Sonic, was handling like the, the animation and stuff for it. And uh, we were doing the artwork. And I think each episode had like a short involved. All right. That's how it went. Like at yeah. the end was like a little animated thing. And then uh, Travis, who's one of our animators and directors at Lowbrow, was handling all that stuff. That was super fun. It was like. There was a bunch of episodes. Yeah, yeah. there there was a lot, and mm -hmm. all of them are fucking great, guys. Check yeah. out uh, Dropout, still on there. Dropout. And I'm yeah. pretty sure College Humor has some on their YouTube page. So, guys, check out Cartoon Hill. Check out everything Lowbrow has done. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. I wish it's never on, but if there was some way to watch Explosion Jones is probably one of my more favorite things to do. I don't know if you guys ever had a chance to even see that. I, I don't think we did, no. It was for El Rey, the El Rey Network, with, uh, it was run by Robert Rodriguez, who does like uh, Book of Boba Fett and stuff now. But um, we did a show for them like three, four years ago. And it was for this thing called Go90, which was like dead before it even started. It was mm -hmm. like a mobile thing. And um, 
it's it's a uh, it's our love letter to like 80s action movies and um it had a, a, our, the cast in it and stuff i'll send you guys a link to it because it's like a secret link that because it's not really on anywhere else oh hell yeah <laughs> but, uh, uh we got to do like 12 episodes it's like 45 minutes worth of stuff it's very dumb and right up my alley for fun things to do so that was to i should have said that before when you were saying like unlimited budget stuff is bringing back explosion jones in some way but um and we got like michael madsen and uh carl weathers and a whole bunch of people to do voices danny trejo damn um yeah it's a it's a ton of fun vivica a fox is in it for a little bit james hall so i'll show you i'll send that over to you guys after this so you can check it out thank you but, yeah if there's if i don't even know where el rey is anymore it's like bought by some mobile or some uh, streaming thing. So I don't even know if it's on there anymore, but that one is, that was one of my favorite ones to do and nobody's ever seen it. Damn. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. But hey, good for us guys. (laughs) (laughs) Nicole, you got anything to plug? Yeah, guys, follow me at Darling Homebody on social medias. Go to darlinghomebody.com to check out creepy cute stuff that I make and patreon.com slash darlinghomebody for a monthly sticker magnet. Hey guys, check out my raps under Marshland Monster. You can find all of that at MLMPod.com. Also, go over to Patreon.com forward slash MLMPod where you get exclusive content such as Engage with Nicolas Cage. This existed. Talking about Beyblade, even though we're just do- we're doing one more episode of that. It'll be live streamed. Find out more information elsewhere. And the Toku Reading Corner. It's a great time there. $5 a month. You get all of that great stuff. Oh man, you're going to have a great time. But if you're a $10 patron, you get exclusive watch along some great stuff march is coming guys and we're 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 doing a big or actually I, I think i can announce no i can't announce that until next week we're doing a a big thing in march you're gonna be wanting to do that wow talk better cool, james cool, 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 cool. <laughs> uh, and if you're a ten dollar patron you get shout outs on every single free feed podcast so let's begin with those with steve f Eric Berry of Ranger Command Power Hour, a.k.a. Gonna Be a Daddy. Alex Z, the Waz. Orion, he's also a rapper under Defo, D hyphen F-O. Kayla, a.k.a. Two Grapes. Tyler Wright, he's our friend, also is already a daddy. Elliot W, at Garlic Sunshine on Instagram for their amazing artwork. Jordan B, the Chaos Witch. My Bickle, my brother in common law, and Nicole's brother by blood, <laughs> Joshua. And finally, Steve Barnes. At IntroVoid on Instagram, Substack, and Spotify to listen to the the listen to the music we've collaborated on. And that's it. I've been James. I'm Nicole. I'm Mike. And we've been mostly, mostly speaking, speaking Sentai. Sentai. Bye bye. This has been a Marshland Media production, produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash MLMPod and sign up today. The, int- the, it's, the intros are real dumb. I, I just want you to know that. <laughs> that's, that's my style. All right. Whew, I'm nervous. I'm like, do you even? <laughs> all right. All right. Just plow through it, James. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.